the foundation of the world. 25th September 2020. Our season of possessing our possession. May we never live here the same. May what has been ordained for every man, every woman here tonight, let it be released unto us in the name of Jesus. Let the angels that has been assigned to establish and accomplish something tonight May they be empowered to deliver the purpose that has been given unto them. Your word says that when you send forth your word, it will not return unto you void. It must accomplish. It must prosper. The purpose that you sent it for. Let accomplishment be our portion tonight. Let your word prosper our life tonight. Let the presence of the Holy Spirit that we can feel it in the atmosphere. Let him do us good. Let the secret things that we have never known about ourselves, about our family, about even the places that we live, let it be revealed to us tonight in the name of Jesus. For your word says that secret things belong to you. That which you have revealed is for us and our children. Let our portion of the revelation be given unto us tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We know that our answer is here. That is why we are here tonight. We are looking for answers. That is why we are here. We pray in the name of Jesus. That by the time we step out of this place. Every answer that we need. Will be given unto us in the name of Jesus. My answer is here. Your people's answer is here. All of us our answer is here. That is why, even as you told yourself, and that is a season of possessing our possession. There are things that is for us, but the devil is contending over it. For the Bible says that when the strong man and himself, his goods are in peace. Unless someone that is stronger than him comes on the scene and overpower him before he gains access to the goods, even though it does not belong to him. Tonight we pray that that which belongs to us, our possession, for your word says that upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. We have gone to do the deliverance. There shall be holiness. And the people of Jacob shall possess our possession. By our connection with the family Israel. By our connection to Jacob. We take our place in this time in the name of Jesus. We possess our possession. That which is for our wives, we take it. That which is for husband, we take it. That which is for our children, we take it. That which is for the church, we take it. That which is for this nation, we take it in the name of Jesus. We thank you. That from Sunday, testimony will flow. Miracles will take place. We shall say that of a truth, the Lord visited us. And we are seeing the evidence of what the visitation brought to us. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you. Please be seated in heavenly places. Amen. It's the last day of the revival. God bless you for coming. God bless you for joining us. If you just um, 
connect with us. We are streaming live uh, on our church page, Latter Glory Prayer Intercessory Ministry International, and also on Lawrence Akamiza Ministries. And I believe um, you are at the right place. Amen. Tell your neighbor you are at the right place. Amen. There couldn't be a better place than here. Amen. And because you are here, God is here because he summoned you and I to be here. God bless you for your, once again, for your um, time and for being part of the celebration and um, the worship yesterday night. For those of you who watch live and for those of you present, God bless you for your messages and for everything you have done, seen and unseen. He that see it in secret will reward you openly. Amen. It will not be long you see the harvest. Amen. Um, Pierre, can you get your mic and help us with something? Um, you, you left your weapon. Oh, I see. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, you will help us. We're going to do some few readings tonight. And um, it's because of what... Um, God has laid upon my heart. And so, we must know the secrets. Tell your neighbor, we must know the secret. And so, we're going to read a few things, and then we'll do a few things. I'll come back again. It's a prophetic service, and so it's not going to be the usual uh, flow, as you know. An, an encounter like this, you must be very attentive or receptive to the Holy Spirit. Amen. The book of Haggai, you know, we are very sensitive with the chapter 2. And I said the other day that the book of Haggai, um, the latter glory, the emphasis is about the first house and the second house, or the glory of the first house and the glory of the second house. And uh, we talked about the greater glory for that matter. Tonight, we want to focus um, as the preparatory grounds on the prophetic word God gave me. It's in chapter 1. And so we're going to look at something in chapter 1 from verse number from verse number 2 and then we'll run through it to uh, verse number 11 of chapter 1 of uh, Haggai. So the pastor will help us in doing that and uh, we'll take it from there. Amen. All right. Haggai chapter 1 from the verse 2. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say the time has not yet come for the Lord's house to be built. Mm. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it time for you yourselves to be living in paneled houses while this house remains a ruin? Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but have harvested little. Please take note. This is God speaking here. Amen. Now, he said, you live in sealed houses or you lived in paneled houses. Paneled houses are expensive houses or good place to live. Unfortunately, I think lately we don't do panel houses. Uh, but I think I love that. I love panel houses. I mean, where you have the, the panel within and... If you visit anyone who actually has a panel house, it shows that it's not an old school, 
but that guy or that woman or man should be somebody of a certain class level standard amen so don't think it's a plywood you're talking about people of uh, high repute so the people said that it's not yet time for the house of the lord to be built and god was angry so god said that yet you lived in sealed or paneled houses and so for god to enumerate or for god to touch on the sensitiveness of what the people were enjoying and he was denied it's a sign that god was not happy tell your neighbor make god happy if we make god happy or you can make god happy you will smile the rest of your life yeah it's a secret amen so pastor please continue we'll, 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 i'll come in here and there but interject if you like all right yeah so the verse five for those of us who just joined yeah Haggai chapter one verse five now this is what the lord almighty says mm -hmm. Give careful thoughts to your ways. Mm -hmm. You have planted much, but have harvested little. Mm -hmm. You eat, but never have enough. Mm -hmm. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but you are not warm. You see, and, and God was careful here. He touched on every facet of the human life or race. Now, for God even to talk about clothing here, we are all looking good tonight. Amen. Amen. And we look very exquisite or sumptuous, outstanding, impeccable appearances on Sunday. I'll see some powerful hairdo. Ah. I'll, I'll see some footwear that looks like we are climbing the staircase of heaven. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm going to see people with all kinds of uh, ornamental jewelries. And I'll see all kinds of entoma or dumas or lace or some, you know, powerful suits. And you will see some touch, some touch. And so, and I know, I know you, 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 you people are very good in that. And uh, you, even your enemies can attest that. Uh, when it comes to that, they can beat you. Uh -huh. So he said, you even put on clothing but you are still not warm. Which signifies that no matter how you try to cover yourself, your nakedness against or yourself against the prevailing situation, you still find yourself wanting or not complete or comfortable as expected. And so, let's listen to the prophecy. This is a prophecy. How many of you believe in prophecies? Okay, I believe. I believe. I'm a student of one, so I believe. Okay, yeah. You drink, but never have... You put on clothes, but you are not... You end with only to put them in a purse with holes in it. So you, you earn wages. You work hard. You make good earnings. Yet, your reservoir receptacle your bank account your purse your place of financial storage is still something that uh, is 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 questionable and so you invest it also means you invest and some of you are very good in that 
you invest very well. But you realize that the more investment you do or you make, the more nose dive. The more nose dive your finances are. So God was serious here. Hallelujah. Okay. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountain and bring down timber and big so that I may pleasure in it and and be honored. Now, God is saying that go to the thick forest, into the thick forest, or go out there mm. and purchase, get yourself the timber. Now, specification. Anytime God wants to bless his people, God specify what he needs or what he wants at the right time or at a particular time. Because God doesn't want to bless, he doesn't want to deny his people. Now, if you look at the story of Isaac and Jacob, before the demise of the old man Isaac, he required from Esau a particular meal to be prepared. So when it comes to certain blessings we expect from God, he required, he, he also requires something from us that if we are able to give exact, then we can actually get God's attention in line with the blessings that we require or we demand or that comes with it. So he says, go and bring me what I may take pleasure. So if God doesn't take pleasure in the thing, you can't be blessed. If God is not honored, you can't be blessed. I can't be blessed. Think about it. Think about it. Yes. So that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. Mm. You expected much. Mm. But see, it turned out to be little. What you brought home, I view it away. Why, declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remains a ruin. While each of you is busy with his own house. <laughs> Verse 10. Oh, no, pause. Why? Somebody said, for the first time, God is crying. Hello? Now, this is not about Psalm 50, where he says that go and get me this and get me that and the fowls and the, 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 the cattle of the field, etc. This time, God is saying that because his house is in ruin or because his house is not up to the standard, the fitting or the befitting standard, it has actually brought untold hardship on the people. Praise the Lord. It is my prayer that after this message, between now and Sunday from October till Jesus comes, I will see you prosperous. Amen. Yes. You see, it's important to pray as a prayer machine or someone who believes in prayer. You cannot just pray and leave the needful unattended. You need to understand that the two works together. There are times you pray, and there are times you give, and there are times you fast, and there are times... So there is a requirement to every expectation and to every demand. And God is saying here that we are looking good. We are seriously actually building our own houses. Now for some of us, we have already designed the houses 
in our subconscious mind. I believe that as I'm speaking tonight, somebody has already envisaged when that money comes, even the kind of chicken pie he's going to enjoy. Hello? Or maybe the pork or the, 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 the cat, something, or the fish. You know, it's like, oh, this is the car I'll buy to myself. You know? And it's like, you, you will, I'll live in this, I'll do that. There's nothing wrong. But he's saying that we are seriously focusing on our own and we have neglected his house. Neglected to God's house and the things of God brings untold hardship to the individual irrespective of your spirituality and your prayer life. Amen. That is why he said in chapter 2 that who saw the former house? Praise the Lord. Amen. So, you see, in every facet of our life, now God took time off, spoke to the prophet, and then he pinpoint, he picked them one after the other. I'm surprised he didn't put shoes there. <laughs> But so for long as I was surprised there are clothing there and other things. It tells you how arid we are. And some of you, you understand. Or some of us, you are. And it's good. It's good. You must look good. I must look good. You must smell. But God doesn't have a problem with that. So long as you can do that in accordance with his word. As much as you think about how to keep your body nice, clean, and look gorgeous. Make God's house also gorgeous. Hmm. If you want the house, your house to smell good, make God's house smell good first. <laughs> if you want to drive the best car, then make sure that the house of God, there are enough cars there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now he said, because my house is left desolate or my house is left unattended, you are living in paneled houses and yet my house is just in room. Therefore, go into the forest, get the timber. Now, God specified the, the, the things that are needed, the instruments that are needed, the materials. Now, God was very conscious, even the type of material. Praise the Lord. Is somebody here? You are watching me. Now, if that is why he said, give me first. The man of God said, give me first. Now, when you see that, 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 keyword first you know to god if you give first to god god attends to you the rest of your life so the man of god says this is what the lord said so how did he conclude on that how did he conclude verse 10 therefore because mm -hmm. you because of you the heavens have withheld so due. because of you there's actually some metal stopping rain. That rain here is not just a downpour of rain. But the kind of blessings, the kind of possession, you know, when the blessings of the Lord rains upon us, there is possession or there is harvest. And because because you may be a blocking Praise the Lord. Oh, please don't be too let, let me hear let, let me feel the euphoria of your service tonight let me feel the euphoria
the best place don't let anybody deceive you plus politicians and some some archaic unbalanced christians i don't even should call that i shouldn't label them christians i think they are something else to tell look if we can put into god into the things of god invest first into god there is no investment that we make that will run out of i mean to loss because a lot of us are going through a lot for some of us we have done the prayer we have done the fasting and you see the, the, he made reference to something he said you give you invest and that has been the slogan of the church lately i have sown and i give and i give and i don't even know what to do i've been giving all the time god is saying tonight here watching me alive i mean right here he's saying that yet you did it but because it wasn't up to the standard now he said because of that verse 10 i've done what he said therefore because of you the heavens have withheld their dew and the earth it crops I called for drought, a drought on the fields. Who called for the drought? This is not Satan. Tell someone it's not Satan. So some of the things we are going through is the barrenness, the dryness, the, the challenges are not satanic. It is God-oriented. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I believe between now and December, you have plans. Oh, the kind of plans some of us have. Hey. Hey. Some of you, have you had to be, have you had, have Sunday, we could be did, papa, 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 papa. You on your shimfan, would you did ye? Now, who did ye, man, if you soon ye? Now, who did ye, and if you didn't ye, they are blocky at you. That you be say who didn't hear? My name is Windini. Now who didn't hear? Now Yami and didn't hear. And if he didn't hear, now shortage when Yami fear. Now maybe we are going to Yami fear. The other one is not correct. The other block. I call for a drought on where on the field on the fields. So number one, two. The mountains. The mountains through uh, and uh, on two. the green. Uh huh. Green. The new wine. The new wine. The oil. The oil. And whatever hey. the ground hey. produces. Hey. Whatever the ground produces, I God have actually destabilized it. On men and cattle. You are making it worse. <laughs> so men and cattle. Now the wine, the oil, the new well, the the the, the 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 mountain, the fields, everything on the ground. He said. And, and the ground produces what? Produces. Uh -huh. Of what? On producers. Uh -huh. On men, uh -huh. cattle. Uh -huh. On the labor of your hands. It's enough. Please don't continue. The labor of your hands. Praise the Lord. And that is why on this note, that is why I am calling for partners. See partners. Amen. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to preach powerfully. I'm going to do, but it's part of it. It looks like first, first part and second, like a first service, second service, but it was one service together. I need people. You are watching us tonight, far and near. You want to be a partner to this work. You want to support this work. Look, what you want to do, I didn't say come and give me money. 
I did, I'm not asking you to come and do something for me. But make a commitment, a monthly commitment. Something you can do it genuinely, faithfully, every month. My dear brother, my dear sister, my dear viewer, I know as a man of God, as a mouthpiece of God, if I'm not hearing, I won't tell you. As much as I tell you all the things I tell you and God does it and it comes to pass. This is also another portion, another angle. Make a commitment. It could be monthly and just be faithful to it. This is how much I want to give. Because some of you have been blessed so much about this ministry. So much about this, this gift that is speaking to you. And I am not asking you to do something for me personal. I am asking you to make sure because there is a lot of desolation in the house. A lot of gaps, a lot of things that are to be met or to be done. I was talking to somebody and somebody said, today they said, no, we, we got to move out of this place. This place, they see a fear. I almost said I bring the money. You see, but when he, the person was speaking, he was very, very strong on the exit. But where to, he, that didn't come to pass. That was not mentioned. So it was more like, go and find the place. So... On that note, I am soliciting for the partners. Say partners. Now, and as we partner with God, God will do something. I believe. I believe. One of the reasons why over the years I didn't strive to build a house or raise a house because I understood some of these things. And that is why David said that he would not. And then he talked about not outgive God and etc. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't, but you see, if the man of God or a true genuine man of God is hungry, I'm telling you, you won't get anything from his or your ministry. Everything he tells you is about stomach. I'm telling you. Amen. So if you, are, if you, want to, if you are here, you want to make a commitment. Let me see your hand quickly. I'm using five minutes and then quickly I'll, I'll be hitting the road running. Five minutes if you're here. Monthly, you want to make a commitment. You want to make a commitment. We'll write your name. We'll take your telephone number. We did some the last time. And it's your monthly commitment. Monthly commitment. A commitment. A commitment. One of the things I did over the period in paying tight and things is that I have a commitment and that is between me. So when you see sometimes before and now you'll be wondering that how much does this man sometimes i look at myself and i ask myself and that is why if you are very close you'll be wondering how i survive and some of the things that god does is mind-blowing because i understood the revelation and what belongs to god that it is said that give what belongs to caesar to caesar and what belongs to who uh-huh but if you can give unto caesar why why not give unto god praise the lord so that commitment is very important. You are watching us, and it's very important. Can you give us the, um, the, uh, the, um, the numbers? Yeah, it's very important. I was expecting. Can you project that quickly in a minute so we can intermit and then we we'll go back into scripture? Amen. If I ask for prayer now, you see how the whole place will be tumbling. Hello? But you see, this one is bigger than the prayer you pray. Is more powerful than it. A commitment. And then you make sure that the house of God. Because I got a secret when I was growing up. When the house of God is lacking something, the people will never rejoice. They are never happy. They are never satisfied. 
But when the house of God is fully equipped, is fully, you know, um, is giving the needed attention, God comes down to satisfy his people and blesses his people. That is scripture. Hallelujah. And so, think about it. Pray about it. I'm not asking you to bring the money now. I'm saying you make a commitment, you write, and then you faithfully. And for some of us, if we haven't, it's, it is also a sign that we don't even think about the house of God, the things of God. It's like uh, a bit. I have to, you know, use something as a bit to get your attention, which always may not be the right way if God is not leading. Hallelujah. Hmm? So partners. So now we understand. So pastors, men of God, if we see some, we need to all do a quick introspection, a retrospect of our life, do a critique to find out. Because sometimes we are bombarding the devil. We can't. And don't forget, he's the accuser of the brethren. But he said, if my house, if you clothe well, if you live in good house, if you drive good cars, if you are comfortable and my house is not comfortable, I will block the new wine. I will block the heavens. I will block. I actually will send drought. This is not Elijah praying that there should be no rain. God said myself, I have decided that there should be no rain. And you will not see the kind of harvest you expect on your crops. And that is a challenging one. I want us to rise to our feet. We'll do just a short prayer. We'll come back and then we'll continue the service. And the prayer is that we are praying that the Lord will touch our hearts. The Lord will arrest us. Amen. Amen. I remember when we celebrated our 20th anniversary. And I look back, Pastor, and, and it's, it's, it's so sad that the same man God had used and the same man who had run the thing was the only person who was able to put in a certain colossal amount above all and the second one who was who was who, i mean who came close about should i say 70 percent less than half of the same amount was an outsider only one person the rest i don't know whether they took the envelopes home or the envelopes disappeared and some have made even commitment and pledges that god has forgotten Pastor, am I right? Oh, you got it? Yes. Now, sometimes we want to be very nice in judging the devil and the situation, but let's look at it. And I remember how the, the Spirit of the Lord just hit me. And I got that, that it, I mean, it, it just, the, the struck, I mean, it struck me. I felt it so strong. And I didn't care about what tomorrow will be. And that's it. So it's a secret. It's a secret. Sometimes it's not because we have. It's because we are obeying God. It's not because we have. It's not because we have. And whatever you do, you do it for posterity. It's very, very important. A lot of us here, the devil or demons have stopped chasing us. It is our disobedience that is causing all the mayhem and the, dis, I mean, the disadvantages in our lives. 
If God is saying it, just do what God is saying. Amen. Like he asked me, he said, I should ask you to read. It's part of the prophecy. I've asked you to read. He said, ask the pastor to pray. Ask the pastor to pray. It's part of it. He told me something about you. I'll tell you. He told me something about somebody here. Now, what the significance of prophetic or the things of, of the spirit has nothing to do with personalities and who is involved. It has something to do is with who carries the message to the appropriate person at the right time. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, please. Anytime your, your homes are looking good and you are doing patches, doing renovation, think about the house of God. Because for some of you, you change your, your living room every four years, two years. You, even if they are not old, you throw them away. You do refurbishment. Some will change cars. It's good. Some of you are wardrobe. You can't repeat. There are people they can't repeat their dresses the next year. It will go to the other side. Some to they will give it to how do you call those places? Charity and other thing. And for those who don't have my type of weight and size, you know who you know by the next year, you realize that when you wear it, it looks like you borrowed it. So they'll find a way of giving it out and all that. It's not, it's not bad. It's good. But as much as you think about this area, because the other day I said it, well, before we, made, we changed this carpet here, if it was a government institution or even a private, after four years, five years maximum, everything, even a condition, that's how come you see what we call what? Um, they do auction. We auction things. All the instruments would have been auctioned. They, they, <laughs> we auctioned it. He said, but that we are careful to auction. But when it comes to the house of God, no, nothing should be auctioned. We should leave it like that. No. God is saying that. Let's turn our eyes to that direction. Tonight, I want you to lift up your hands. In two minutes, you want to pray and ask God that, Father, show me the vacant places that must be filled. Show me the areas that must be addressed. Show me what the house needs. Show me the areas. Show me. Show me. Direct me. Because we have prayed. We have fasted. We have sought your face. But Lord, we want to know the areas that needs to be, to be met. We want to know. Because we don't want the drought to come. We want the corn to come. We want the new one. We want to see all the things that you have told us. We want to see it come. We want to the harvest. You want to pray. You want to open your mind and pray just open your mouth and pray pray in the name of jesus pray the way you can the language you understand and pray that the lord will lead you the lord will show you the lord will direct you area ben, what are the areas what are the things you may be watching me there's a burden god has placed on your heart every month or every even concerning somebody concerning a particular area concerning a particular thing in the house of the lord concerning something that you see is not right it's not in place and god is showing you god is directing you you come live you you, you stream with us you see uh, something there is something that is not adequate that is not complete that is not right you see it and you feel the tithe and the offering cannot take care of that the purpose was not the tithe and the offering god didn't say that they should use tithe and offering he said the people god was speaking to the people directing the people he said go to the forest these things and bring them and store the house and keep 
my house in place and when you do these things i am going to open the heavens i will pour out blessings the corn the wine i will make you experience the harvest father we pray in the name of jesus we pray that you will touch our hearts we pray that you will arrest us we pray that you will reveal unto us we pray that you will order our steps we pray that as much as are watching and are with us tonight in the name of jesus let it dawn on us 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 let it dawn hallelujah you know it's funny somebody may say ah if i ask that we should change all this chair some of you will put me on your front page and I asked a simple question. If you have torn sofas or couch, would you say anyashi? Ask your neighbor. Don't say this is meant. I think I can't say with Sunday, David, 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 David. And yes, I see a Hello? How many years have you been using these chairs? You see why we are forgotten? It means that a chair. I'm a momo. We can't even remember. You'd be surprised that how old is this um, equipment? How old is it? Uh -huh. Three. Yes. You see? Two years? Three years? Okay, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, but say say your private business and be Because because customer care. see you maybe you see that's why those who work in the banks and other places, you they will tell you you go the next time you go. Everything is changed. Even the they'll break the 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 the, the towels. Ah, now say towels in any issue, any issue, any towels. Any you you should find a bit to me attractive customers, clients in your dream, and it's all part of it. If we do spiritual renewal, what about the things around us? You see what we did, revival. We are renewing our spirit, man. We are fasting. Even birthday man is fasting. There's nothing like auto in the morning. No auto. Nothing like egg. Nothing. I remember today, even when they wanted me to break my fast, I was working. I was on the phone working. It's like, the, the food is cold. Praise the Lord. Now, am I, am I, is someone with me? Put your hands together for Jesus, if you are with me, if you agree with me. Oh, the cat, everything is fine. This thing, that, right? No, no, no. Do, must we wait till there are cracks? And then, okay, 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 okay. Like, okay, okay, okay. Microphone, okay, okay. Praise the Lord. Now, if you be so, I say, baby, okay, and son, I was a son. Debbie, I was a son. I want you to take the last prayer. And then you take your seat whilst we continue the service. Is it a good service? Yes. 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 Some of you, if I visit you between now and December, you, okay, I'll start visiting people's home. I'll start, I'll start. 
I'll be visiting some of you on our west. But please, when I'm coming, thou shalt not ransack there. Amen. Don't try and say, oh, no, 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 I think, uh, please come another time. No. Because you want to keep the old so I don't come and meet the new. But it's very important. Your prayer is the father. Nehemiah built the walls. Ezra built the temple. I have a role in the house. Show me my role in your house. Is it a good prayer? Ezra built the temple. Nehemiah built the walls. And Nehemiah said in chapter 2, and he said, let us arise and build for the God of heaven will prosper us. But as for you, you have no portion or part in it. And he built. Ezra had a role. Nehemiah had a role. Even the king had a role. The king actually supported Nehemiah. He gave Nehemiah all the all that he needed to go and build the cedars and etc. The king offered unto Nehemiah because he understood where Nehemiah was and his position and all that he ought to do. And so he gave him all that it takes. The question here tonight is, you've been born again for a while. You are in a church. We are here. What can we do to enhance the house of the Lord? I am not saying scripture. The word of God is saying, it's because there are lapses in the house, there are prayers are not being heard. The heavens are shut. The wine is not coming. The oil is not flowing. The harvest is not coming. Raise your voice. Clap your hands. Pray in the name of Jesus. Raise your voice. Clap your hands and pray. In the name of Jesus. 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 The areas. The areas. Mando. Kaba. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hold it. I was at the place the other day with the pastor in China. I saw a gen set and I asked him how much or how what is the, the horsepower. And I realized that you know what? There is a spirit that makes us feel sufficient, but we are not sufficient. Are you with me? And it comes out of laxity, complacency, etc. Now, if we have serious power outages, you wouldn't enjoy this house. But you see, we have gone to sleep. We are waiting till there's a power outage, a serious one then we start thinking about. So we haven't been prepared like the ant. Now when was the last time we did talk about the genset or that? You can't even recall. That is the sign that it's nobody's business. But if it's our business, and if it's your business, or if it's your personal business you are running, you know that that could deter customers from coming. You even find a soft loan or a way to get that fixed so that you can meet your clientele. Amen. Am I on point? All right. Now it has gone to sleep. And it looks like the two ties are comfortable. The two ties. That's it. And then you see people not complaining. To him, you door. And then why is she? To him, you door. I should do. I should be a window. And you see people fanning. Some of us will carry our fans from the house. We bring our fans, all kinds of fans. We bring it because we know that the fans are not enough. 
And then there you realize that people are sitting in church while administration is going on, and their whole concentration is on the oscillation. The oscillation, the direction, the wind of the fan. That's where they are. So somebody who can even go and sit close to it, that can even make the ushers work difficult. That if, if you someone goes and sit at a particular place and you ask him or her not to sit, he'll, he'll be offended. She'll be offended. Before you take your seat, I want to ask you a very simple question. If this was your personal business, what would you put in place? What would you do to enhance it? And the way and or the, the logic conclusion you may arrive at is the way God wants you to put his house in order. Hallelujah. Think about it. Yes. The kind of logic conclusion you come to. What you do. I know some of you, if you were even the founder or the leader, you would decide to do some changes quickly. I'll remove this. I'll change the sitting position. I'll put this here. I'll put that here. I'll even do this. Maybe something horizontal. It could be this. This should be that. This should be repositioned here. This should be there. It's good. God is giving you the same occasion and the same privilege for you to put those things in. Now, if we can put God first, God give us all. He'll give us all. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seats. Amen. God said he's making a way for us. Say he's making a way for us. All right, so think about it. He said he's making a way for us. Isaiah chapter number 43. Please read from verse 15. Isaiah 43, reading from verse 15. From verse 15. Isaiah 43, from the verse 15. 15 yeah. I am the Lord, your holy one. Your holy Israel's one. creator, your king. Mm. This is what the Lord says. Mm. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and the and reinforcements together, and they lay there, never rise, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. It springs up. Do not perceive. Do, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert, and the streams in the wasteland, the wild animals under me, the jackals and owls, because I provide water in the desert, and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I form for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Yet you have not called upon me, O Jacob. You have not wearied yourselves for me, O Israel. You have not brought me sheep for burnt offerings, nor honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with grain offerings, nor wearied you with demands for incense. You have not brought any fragrant calamus for me, or lavished on me the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins and wearied me with your offenses. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case for your innocence. Your first father sinned. 
Your That's spokesmen right. rebel Amen. against me. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Let's put our hands together for our pastor. Amen. If you read the book of Exodus chapter 14 and from verse um, number 15 to um, 21, 22, tells us about the emphasis. It's the same background he's giving us, but the background of the, um, the Red Sea. And God is saying here tonight, very brief, as we proceed to the end of the service, God is saying that he's making a way for us to possess our possession. And then he showed me three things. He showed me three things. And one of the things God was talking about here is that he said that I am parting the sea and making the way in the wilderness. So he parted the sea. And after parting the sea, they got to the wilderness. When they got to the wilderness, he made another way for them. And there they saw, they moved from there. If you study from the the process is to Jordan. And then from there, they got to the promised land. There was always something before the next phase. When he was taking them to the promised land, there was a Red Sea. The Red Sea was not the end of the journey. The Red Sea was to actually take them to the next phase. And when they got to the next phase, there were enemies there, and God still made a way for them. When they got to that phase, he made another way. When they got to another point, he made another way. Ladies and gentlemen, what the Spirit of God is saying tonight is that from today, as we follow his lead, he will make a way one after the other. He will make a way one after the other. He's parting the sea. The Bible says, and when they got there, Moses was so settled. And Moses didn't know what to do. Chapter 14 of Exodus. And from verse 14 and 15. And he was so torn. And God said that, do not look at the situation. He said, stretch forth your hand. And he said, go forward. The Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more forever. Now God drowned the enemy. After God drowning the enemy, God made them walk on a dry land. And then he took them to a place place when they got there there were challenges anytime a challenge rose up or an impediment or obstacle god makes a way this work of god or this work with god at any point you come in contact with a challenge a true believer god makes a way for you you don't look at where you have got into you must look at what god will provide for you you do not have to look at the challenge but you must look at what God would do after the challenge. You, over the period, our emphasis and our focus has been what we are going through. No, take your eyes off what you are going through and focus on what God promises. Because behind the Red Sea is the promised land. Behind the Red Sea is the promised land. Behind the Jordan is the land that flows with milk and honey. So at each point of their time or a man's time, there is always something that is there to stop you. But that which is there, it is not just going to stop you. It is because it was to also want to deny you of what you must get. The Bible said, and when they got there, they were crying. They never knew what to do or what would become of them. And as they cried, the Lord made their way in the sea. They walked on a dry land. And as they walked on that dry land, they head straight to a land that is called the land that flows with milk and honey. Even though there were sons of Amas, there were enemies in the land, God still honored his word by making a way through
through the situation they found themselves. Believers, Christians, children of God, you must understand that in this life or walk, you may face one difficulty or the other. But as you face these difficulties, God always makes a way. He is the way maker. He is the destiny changer. He makes a way in the dry places. So he said, do not think about the former things. And he said, I'm going to do a new thing. And he said, even in the wilderness, I will cause water to gush out. Let's look at the 43 and verse 18 and 19. Give me the King James. 48, 43, 18 and 19. 43, 18 and 19. 43, 18 and 19. So, the prophecies and the promises of God are inherited, but before they are inherited or manifested in the open, there are some wilderness, there are some red seas, and there are some Jordan. These are all processes that we go through, but to experience the blessings that God has in store. He said, remember not the format, is neither consider the things of old, verse 19, and he said, behold, I will do a new thing, now it's a spring fall. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness. So in every wilderness, there is a way. In every wilderness, there is a way. In every recipe, there is a way. At every Jordan, there is a way. At every obstacle, there is a way. In every situation you find yourself, there is a way. You are listening to me, you are watching tonight. No matter where you have gotten to, there is a way for you. There is a way because God makes a way where other people have given up. It is not for you to create that path or to make a way. The one who has promised is the one who makes the way. So when you find yourself in the midst of the situation, you ask God. For instance, as I was asking God for some of the things, that is how he took me to the book of Haggai. That is why he was revealing to me the things we ought to do. And if you study carefully, this revival has been one revival that has exposed unto us certain areas that has not been addressed. Certain gray areas because that is where our breakthrough is. That is where our possession is. That is where our healing is. That is where our harvest is. That is where our greatness is. That is where our future is. Until you discover what you ought to do and know how to do it, you will still remain at the same place. They got to the rescue. They didn't know what to do. And Moses was crying because the people had actually cried to the top of their, 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 their voices. And they wanted to do the unthinkable and as Moses was waiting to know what to do God said go forward and as Moses went forward God said stretch the rod he stretched the rod the sea parted into two it means at any time at any stage of your life when you look up to God he shows you what to do he directs you where you should go he leads you the Bible says he leads me through the valley when I go through the valley of the shadow of death I shall fear no evil but the Lord is what my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the still waters. So when I get to a dry place in life, it is God who leads. My effort doesn't lead. My brain doesn't lead. My senses doesn't lead. It is the spirit of the Lord that leads. He leads me through the three waters. He restored my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. So when it comes to even a righteous living, it's God who shows you. You can't do it by yourself. He must lead you. Say, show me. Say, show me. So, show, say, show me. That is why David said, show me. Must I pursue? Will I overtake? Show me. 
And when he showed them the way to go, they saw that new thing. The new things God will do as I bring this sermon to an end is when you allow him to show you. Your milk and honey can only be discovered if you allow God to show you. Say, show me. 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 It means you have come to a crossroad. Every one of us comes to a crossroad in life. Marriages comes to a crossroad. Business comes to a crossroad. Ah, ministry comes to crossroad. Men and women of God comes to a crossroad. But when we get to the crossroad or the T-junction, whether to negotiate to the left or to the right, it is not for you to think. Uh, it is for you to answer where and how. And he will set you on that path, on that journey, will direct you. Because behind that Red Sea, Behind that wilderness is the milk and the honey. Is the promised land. How can I discover the promised land? I can only discover the promised land when I ask him where to turn. Should I turn to the left? Should I turn to the right? How should I go about it? You see, the Israelites were confused. Moses was not confused. He allowed the people to confuse. But as he turned to God, God showed him what to do. In this revival, your possession is when you, you possess your possession when you go to God and ask him the way forward. And David asked, must I pursue? Will I overtake? Will I recover? And when the priest showed him or the spirit of the Lord answered, pursue. For you shall surely overtake and recover all without fear. First Samuel chapter 30 from verse 8, the Bible says, and he pursued. And at the twilight, he found them. They were eating and they were drinking. And all that they have stolen and they have gathered was actually there waiting for the possessor to come back and possess it. I am here tonight to tell you that whatever the enemy took away from you, he knows that you are coming for it. He knows that you will come back again. And therefore, they know that they don't have the right owner. The right, they are not the rightful owner. They don't have the access. And that is why they cannot share the booty. I am telling you, prophetic the booty has not been shared. That booty has not been shared. Because they know that the right owner, the rightful owner is coming for it. Say he's coming for it. Say he's coming for it. Say he's coming for it. Say I go after it. Say I take it up. Say in the name of Jesus. Say I recover by discovering. You can never discover recover if you have not discovered it takes discovery to recover what do you want to cover or discover recover you must first discover how do you discover a thing you discover a thing by knowing where it is and how do you know where it is it means you need a navigational plan you know where to tend to you know where to move a lot of us pray a lot of us fast we pray amiss we fast amiss because we do not know the exact thing we should tackle we do not know even the areas that we should hate. We do not know how to even go about it. But if we do it and we do it properly, right, then we'll find ourselves because the milk and the honey is there. And God is sending me to somebody, talking to somebody. The milk and the honey is behind the Red Sea. 
The milk and the honey is behind the wilderness. The milk and the honey is after your Jordan. And after all this crossing and encounter, the milk and the honey awaits you. See the milk and the honey. Say the milk and the honey. Say the milk and honey. Say in the name of Jesus. I discover my milk and honey amidst the wilderness, the Red Sea, and the Jordan. When they crossed the Jordan, they got the double portion. But the double portion, before you got the double portion, there were sons, there were challenges that they ought to meet. There were things you got to face in life. But that shouldn't stop you from going after it. Amen. Amen. Say, I have discovered. Say, I know what to do. Say, I know what to do. Say, I know what to do. Amen. The Bible said the sons of Issachar were children that had understanding of the time. They knew what to do. Their brethren were at their command. People listen to you not because you are influential. It's because you know what to do. If you're a man of answer, people always seek your wisdom because they know you know what to do. Amen. Say, I know what to do. Say, knowing what to do. Say at the right time, because the place is there. Say location is ready, but the timing must be right in the name of Jesus. So this is the revelation. Behind every warfare is a miracle. Behind every warfare is a breakthrough. But the warfare should not stop you from assessing your breakthrough. So anytime you see a warfare surrounding you and so much of, you know, tension around you it's a sign that behind it is a major breakthrough you are about to enjoy do not look at the warfare look at the breakthrough look at the testimony behind it look at the victory behind it look at what god has said do not pay attention to what is happening because when you have prayed and you have fasted the enemy comes when jesus has fasted for 40 days the enemy came so sometimes it makes you feel that you, your fasting and your prayer was useless. It's, it's a lie of the devil. It's never useless. It's actually very productive. But he will come and muddy the waters. He will come and ask you, did the Lord really say what he said? And what will you do if he comes trying to muddy the waters? So the, he, the parting of the Red Sea was one. After the Red Sea, there, there was a wilderness. After the wilderness, there was something else. But amidst all this, the word of the Lord came to pass. Say, the word of the Lord came to pass. So the word of the Lord must come to pass. In conclusion, the Red Sea or the crossroad you find yourself is taking you to the unlimited blessings. It's taking you to the unlimited blessings. Now let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. For somebody to understand as you live here tonight. You have come too close to your miracle that the enemy will put something to deter you from going further to grab it. That's the secret. And I'm going to prove it to a few of us here. Amen. Do you realize that when a journey is far and you haven't been there before, First, the excitement you have is to start that journey. After two hours or three hours, you get bored. Especially when it's above six hours, ah, you have just given up. Now, even if you are feeling sleepy, you won't sleep. Even if you are hungry, the equipment will disappear. You'll be looking into the window, you have become a second driver or a second pilot 
and you are looking you are looking you are watching you'll be reading you are doing everything all you are waiting for is arrival or the destination that can give you a high blood pressure amen do not look at the distance i'm ending it but look at what is after the distance Do not look at how difficult the fasting is. But look at the victory, the possession after the fasting. Do not look at how the midnight prayer is actually making you to lose weight. And making you to have short, you know, your, your, your sleeping time is now reduced. But I want to, um, you to understand, I want to assure you, those things you are doing that midnight or that night and you have actually sold your sleeping time and your hours of sleep for that matter, you are investing it into a harvest that you can never lose. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because when you do that, it's an investment. It's an investment. And every investment, if it's properly invested, the yield is bigger than what you put in. Hallelujah. So tonight... I believe you have learned something. Amen. Behind every warfare is a miracle. Behind every battle is a breakthrough. Behind every wilderness is the milk and honey. Behind every challenge is the testimony. And that is why when a woman goes through pregnancy, he, she suffers a lot. But immediately she puts to bed, she forgets about her pain. Would you wait or allow how long you have suffered to deny you the crown or the reward that should come to you? No. Tell your neighbor, you have already waited for, for some time. You've waited for some time. Long enough, you've waited for, 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 for all the time you can think of. Waiting a little longer wouldn't spoil a thing. Just wait a little longer and things will change. Amen. Amen. Look at, look at your age and look at yourself. You waited. So maybe another year, another six months, another one day, another week wouldn't change a thing. Now the devil is telling you that if you wait for that one week or that one year or that six months or one, that one day, no. And that is a wrong signal. Amen. Amen. When you go to the hospital, what do you see there? Outpatient department, OPD. Even though you came with an issue, you must wait. Tell your neighbor you must wait. And you wait, you wait to go through the processes. So a patient has a place that is called outpatient. And a, a department. A department for patients to wait. And after they have waited, they are now called upon to be attended to. Why didn't they go straight for consultation? Your situation demands that you wait. I know someone is saying, for how long can I wait? If you have waited for that long, you can wait again. Amen. That's how we are ending it. If you have waited for that long, you can still wait again. Amen. Waiting a little more, a little few hours wouldn't change a thing. Just wait. Amen. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet.
Sometime back, I was somewhere. <clears throat> and um, it was, I think it was outside the country. It was, they have, they call, I think it's in Israel, Shirud. That is uh, the buses, those buses that looks like uh, the sprinters and not the, 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 the big ones. No, those ones are run by the Arabs. And they have a way of load, you know, the way they go about it, like the trotters and how. Now, we sat in one because we wanted to explore. And we felt that we've been sitting in it for a while. Just when we were coming off, it was taking. Immediately we came off, it took off. We came down, it took off. And unfortunately for us, because it has taken off, we have to wait for the next one to come. And the distance for us to get to the main terminal. So we ended up spending more hours if we had actually waited to sit in that to get to our destination. Praise the Lord. Ask your neighbor, can you wait? When you pray and you fast, you now must wait for God to bring you the answer. You don't go for the answers yourself. Tell your neighbor, you don't go for the answers yourself. And that is what they did in the wilderness. Before the breakthrough came, they consulted in worshipping the golden calf. They couldn't wait for Moses to come and bring them the final word. So by the time Moses had returned, the camp was divided and the people has lost it. These were people that have suffered enough from Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, the wilderness. They've had the terrible time of their lives. But a little impatient destroyed the whole thing. God is making a way for you. Amen. God is making a way for you. The Lord said, I should tell you, he's making a way for you. And when God, when a meal delays in the kitchen, it comes out sumptuous. He's making a way. God is making a way. He's 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 making a way. Can you wait? And for how long can you wait? God is making a way. God is making a way. And he's making a way for you to possess it. Do you know that by the time they got to their destination, the four million Jews had reduced. <laughs> they had reduced. And the fewer, the merrier. Just wait. Amen. Just wait. Just wait. Tell someone, just wait. Just wait. As I'm speaking now, I saw two babies, set of twins. Two. Two. And you were carrying them in your hands. Where's your wife? She's not here today. Okay. But I saw them. Have you been praying for how many children? Please give him the microphone. Three. Have you been praying for twins, yes or no? For a long time. 
It has been your prayer. Have you told me before, or have we shared that conversation? No. I saw two. Baku binkum, Baku nifa. Or it's a shirano. But you see, say Oba, as Obeba betu yen saying. Yes. Can you wait? Can you wait? Can you wait? I saw two. Two. I saw two. I didn't see it with a woman. I saw it with a man. Do you know the spiritual interpretation? It is the man that gives it to who? Now, if you would take the word and walk with the word and work with the word, you will see the manifestation. I was talking to an elder. I was talking to a few people. Was it? I was even talking to you. And it looks like I was telling somebody. I don't know whether it was Pierre. And I said, most of the things God said from all has started manifesting, right? Everything. But the question is that, you see, you may not be privy to some of the things. And some of the people may not come openly to come and tell you. So you, don't, you think nothing is working. Something is actually at work. I was talking to your daughter. And she told me that the exact day of my birthday, she started working. Right? Okay. Do you know what happened? Go ahead, clap. I'll tell you something. There are things we do behind the scene. That's why we do things behind the scene. I am not your messenger, so I can't come and give you messages. I'm not your errand boy. But the very day she came to my house to introduce, you know it, the, your son-in-law was our 19th anniversary day. I didn't make any appointment though. I never asked for anything, no. but the very day was that day. Why married to marriage? Then it comes to why after three months? Because according to what we know and we were told, she was supposed to go and then quickly start working, right? Yes. Eh? Yes. But why did God delay the thing now to 24? Then I told her, you know what? So I started telling her some things he did. She was shocked. He said, you pray for us. And I said, when you came, you brought an envelope. He said, yes. And then that envelope was in this. He said, yes. And I said, I kept the money. I didn't touch the money. And I was working on that thing. Worked on it. Worked on it. Worked on it. Worked on it. Then I prayed certain prayers on it. Then I told her, you know what? You keep thanking me about connection between all. And I said, God said, he doesn't want you to forget about my memory and my impact in your life. So God must always give you a reason to stay in touch. So he actually gave that breakthrough on that 24th September so that whether you agree or not, there will always be an intercession on that day. You want, okay, go on. The last revival that we had. Yes, madam. She called me. I knew about the delay. You knew she about the delay. Mm -hmm. so oh, her, so delayed. And I have been speaking recently that God delays. Yeah. And God is on time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And looks like that message has, is dead. Now, if you, how many of you remember? Those of you read my status. On the night, the eve, I dropped that. God is always on what? 
Okay, some of you were sleeping at that time. You told her. And I told her that uh -huh. whatever the devil does, mm -hmm. September to remember, mm -hmm. she will work in September. So the mother became a prophetess and prophesied that the September will be remembered. Why will September be remembered? And there's a prophetic word. I didn't put that in the Bible. On the 24th day of September, that should be remembered. And on that 24th, God made something memorable. somebody can you wait don't tell me you can wait and for how long can you wait amen, amen. now God said I should tell you prophetically that you see it looks like I talk about boy yeah and looks like the thing is trickling down we have been working on something it's dropping one after the other one after the other one after the other and God said the time has come for me to make it complete that is why we are not ordinary people. We are covenant children. Amen. And that is why some of the things you will hear preached or told, they are not normal things. They are not for normal people. They are not for ordinary people. They are for people who are covenant or covenanted with God. And God does it that way. You think God will allow, look at the distance you cover from here to Holy God knows. Every night. Sometimes, some of you think we are happy. Sometimes when I see people like this and I'm driving out or I am, I mean out and I see people, you know, standing and I, I, I get so annoyed in my spirit that if, if it's possible to, to just make some changes, I'll just make those changes. I'll just make those changes. Whatever You've been praying about, says the Spirit of the Lord. The time has come for you to be saved. Amen. The time has come for you to be saved. Now, three months from today, no, yesterday, three months, okay, it could be since we are in the same period, you will see the next set of testimonies. Amen. The next set of testimonies. Three months from what has happened, next set of testimony.